Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host. Want to once again just thank you for hitting that play button, joining me on today's podcast, and I hope that you'll hit a share button in some way, form, or fashion. Share this podcast with guys you're doing life with, guys at church, guys you know in your neighborhood, guys at work. Um, share this podcast. Let's get more men sitting around in the room, having this conversation, what does it look like to aim our lives at Christ-likeness? And so I want you to be sharing this. And one thing we're going to experiment with the next you know, next few weeks, we'll see how long we do it. But one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to adjust the time back to 15 minutes. I'm going to adjust the podcast time back to 15 minutes, and we're going to see what that does. And I'm, I welcome your feedback, so please email me at spellmanministries at gmail.com, S-P-E-L-L-M-A-N ministries, plural, at gmail.com. Give me some feedback. What do you think about that change? I want your brutally honest feedback. Um, is that a good change? Is that a bad change? Does that make it easier to share, less likely to share? And then, of course, I'm going to have some feedback in my own heart, how I feel that it goes. But again, it's just an experiment. God spoke at the beginning of the year. Hey, I give you liberty to experiment with me. And I think sometimes we live in such a black and white, you know, um, mindset. Sometimes we don't have any latitude just to experiment with some things, explore some things. That was another word he gave us at the beginning of the year. I give you permission to explore with me, to experiment with me. I want this to be an adventure. And so we're on a we're on an adventure, man. And men ought to be adventurous. That means we've got to be willing to explore. We've got to be willing to experiment. And so again, that's all this is. It's just an experiment. We're just going to test it out, see how it goes. But for the next several weeks, we're going to we're going to dial the podcast back to fifteen minutes. And uh, we hope that that ends up being a blessing. We hope that makes it more easy to share with your friends. Um, but regardless, we'll we'll experiment for a few weeks and we'll. We'll pray about it, and we'll see where we're at after that time. But I welcome your feedback. Let me know what you think. And again, when you email me, make sure you're sending in prayer requests. I want to be praying for you. I want to hear your testimonies. Let me hear what God's doing. Let me hear what God's speaking to your heart, what God's revealing to you. I want to hear from you. So again, Ministries at gmail.com. And so send me your testimonies. Send me your praise reports. Send me your prayer requests. And let me know what you think about the new format going back to 15 minutes. So with that being said, let's let's begin today's conversation because we're going to begin embarking on something that, in my opinion, has made one of the biggest differences in my life personally as a, as a son of God, but also as a husband and as a father, leading not only in my home, but in my marriage, but also leading in ministry and what I'm called to do. And again, whatever you're called to do, whatever your vocation and calling, how God's graced you and blessed you and given you wisdom and passion, whatever problem you're solving out there, because that's the bottom line is this world is full of problems, right? It's full of pain. It's full of suffering. And so a lot of what God calls us to do is to solve a problem people are dealing with. How many know the guy that picks up your trash? He picks up. He he's solving a trash problem, right? So I'm not trying to hyper spiritualize things, but I'm just saying everything that we do should be solving some problem. It should be helping someone. It should be bringing some sort of a relief or wisdom or 
or, you know, providing not only products, but services, you know, whether that's in the natural or that's in the spiritual. We, of course, are working in the spirit to bring healing to the home. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about helping men rise up and aim their lives at Christ-likeness. So whether first and foremost as a son of God, but then next, if you're married, so that you can lead your home, you can lead your marriage. And if you're blessed with children or grandchildren, you can then lead by example, like Abraham, Genesis eighteen nineteen. God says, I'm choosing Abraham because I know this about him. Genesis eighteen nineteen. you can read about it. He says, I know that he will lead his family. He will lead his home, that they keep the way of the Lord. Now, Abraham was in business. He was in the livestock business. He had multiple herds. That would be equivalent today to having multiple businesses, multiple products, multiple services. He was not just in cattle. He was not just in sheep. He was not just in camels. He he had multiple herds, multiple businesses. And so he was very busy. He was a busy man. But here's the thing. He also had a promise from God. And God was in covenant with him. And God says, I'm going to bless you. But the reason I'm choosing you, Abraham, because this is what I know about you. Genesis 18, 19, God reveals it. Because I know that you'll command that is to lead your home in righteousness, that they keep the way of the Lord. And that's the heartbeat of marksmen. We want to inspire you along those lines. Even if you're not married, this is preparation for your heart. This is This is something for you to focus on and prepare for and say, hey, at least going into marriage and beginning to grow a family, I'm going to know what this thing's all about, and I'm going to have something to guide my heart. I'm going to have kind of that true north mark on the compass of my soul so that when life and, and circumstances and pressures start to pull, I know how to find my way out of the woods. You know what I'm saying? I know how to find my way home. I know what true north is. I know where the sun's up and where the sun's down, and I can guide my decisions. I can guide my choices. I can guide my own heart and soul and emotions and feelings, and I can make decisions that will then lead me out of the woods or lead me out of that place of feeling so lost or hopeless or discouraged or or, or boxed in. Jesus Christ, He is true north. Amen. And He's He's the example that we line our life up with. And His blood was redemptive. His blood was cleansing, and his life was that of a redeemer and deliverer, but his life was also that of an example. He was not just a a second Adam. The Bible says he's the last Adam. God's wrapping this thing up where humanity's concerned, and he's the last Adam. And man, we are privileged to have his example revealed to us in Scripture so that like he told his early disciples, he's telling you and I as disciples today Take up your cross and follow me. In other words, we say it here at Family Mission, here at Marksman, take up the mission of love and follow him. The mandate upon this ministry is to revive the mission of love. So that that phrase, take up your cross, is not just something religious we say. It's something we understand. It's something we can press into. It's something we can align with. It's something that we can aim at every single day, every single moment, that I'm going to live and I'm going to do what love would do. I'm going to say what love would say. I'm going to take up the mission of love, and I'm going to follow Jesus with my life. And that's going to make me the best husband. That's going to make me the best father. That's going to make me the best 
person in the community, in the neighborhood. It's going to make me the best I can be as I aim my life at Christ-likeness. So here's what we're going to focus on for the next several weeks. We're going to be focusing on the blood of Jesus. And I want to read to you a scripture out of Colossians 1. It's kind of a benchmark scripture here at Family Mission, here on Marksman. It is Colossians 1.20 in the Passion. It says, And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself. Isn't that what we're trying to do, man? We're trying to bring our hearts home. We're trying to bring our families home. We're trying to bring people to him. We're not bringing them to religion. We're not just bringing them to a building because that building won't save them. Religion won't save them. He is the Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we're trying to bring everybody to him because if they get to him, they get to the Father. Jesus said in John 14, 6, if you've seen me, you've seen my Father. And so, and by the blood of his cross, Colossians 1.20 in the Passion, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself, back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. So a tremendous restoration happened through the blood of his cross, and tremendous healing can happen through the blood of his cross and through faith in his blood and through applying his blood. And that's what we want to talk about for the next several weeks is about applying the blood of Jesus, faith in the blood of Jesus. Because for myself, one of the things that I learned early on in my marriage, and we did it together as husband and wife, before we had children, after we have children, and to this very single day, this day I'm recording this podcast We still practice this. We still do this. We still exercise faith in the blood very intentionally. And so if you'll join me back in the book of Exodus, I'll explain to you what I'm talking about. Back in the book of Exodus chapter 12, this is where God is visiting his family. He has a deliverer named Moses he found on the backside of the desert. That's another whole story. (laughs) But he's anointed Moses, and he sent Moses to take the people of God, the family of God, Abraham's lineage, the nation that came forth from his loins, starting first with Isaac, then with Jacob, and on and on it went. Now they are a mighty nation, and they're in the bondage of Egypt under the rule of Pharaoh, and God, just like he prophesied to Abraham, He said it way back when he made covenant with Abraham in Genesis 17. He said, listen, your family's going to go into bondage. And for 400 years, they're going to be in bondage, but I will visit them and I will deliver them. God literally made that prophecy to Abraham when he was still without child. All he had was a promise and a covenant. And God's already speaking about years, hundreds of years ahead when God's going to visit them bring them out of a nation that held them in bondage for 400 years. And that's where we're at in Exodus chapter 12. God is visiting them. Moses is on the scene, and he's addressed Pharaoh, and he said, let my people go. You could say it this way, let my family go. You might want to say this today, men, let my family go. Or, hey, if you need to, declare it over your marriage. Devil, let my marriage go. But here is Moses, sent forth by God, 
facing Pharaoh, and God's bringing judgment upon the land of Egypt, and now they're upon the tenth plague, the tenth judgment, which is going to be the death of the firstborn. It didn't matter whether it was a firstborn camel, a firstborn cow, a firstborn whatever, all the way to the very firstborn child of Pharaoh himself. All the firstborn are going to be brought under judgment, and that was God's judgment upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt for taking the people of God and using them to build their plan, to build their vision, to build their empire. And the enemy has done the same thing today. He has taken the family of God. He has taken the creation of God, and he is using men and women and children to build his plan, to build his house, to build his empire, to build his vision. But praise God, not only did Moses come, but Jesus has come, and he has come to set God's people free, to set God's family free, to set you and me and our families free. But we got to have faith in the blood, just like they had faith in the blood. And we have to apply the blood like they applied the blood. And that's going to be the subject of this podcast today. As we wrap up and as we launch into next week's podcast, you won't want to miss it. But let's look at Exodus 12 real quick. Verse 22, you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin because the Passover lamb had been slain. The the spotless lambs had been slain, and you're going to dip the lentil, excuse me, dip the hyssop branch in the blood, and you're going to strike the lentil, the two doorposts, and the blood, and then you're going to strike the door, and you're going to strike the two doorposts. You're going to apply the blood to the house, and then the Lord's going to pass through. Judgment's going to come, but he said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood, I will protect you. And so that's what we're going to be talking about, men. As we pick up next week's podcast, we're going to talk specifically about applying the blood. What does that mean? What does that accomplish? How can that deliver our homes, our families, our children, our marriages? So I encourage you to be doing some study about the blood of Jesus. We're beginning it here in Exodus 12, 22 and 23. By faith, we apply the blood.